Let's stand together and read in unison Psalm 66. This is the word of the Lord, and we're thankful to have it. Together, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. Say unto God, How terrible art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee, and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. O bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of His praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For Thou, O God, hast proved us, Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net, Thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into Thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay Thee my vows, which my lips have uttered and my voice hath spoken. When I was in trouble, I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks with goats. Selah. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth. And he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Make a joyful noise. Not just a noise. A joyful noise. Do you love to sing the praise of the God of heaven? To speak His praise and to read His word. Make a joyful noise unto God all ye lands. And when this was penned, the land of America was not known. And so it was a distant land and all the lands were included. And we're on the other side of the earth from Israel but we ought to make a joyful noise unto the Lord that was written about here. It said in the second verse, Sing forth the honor of His name. 
The song we sang before we read this psalm was, Hallelujah, praise Jehovah. Praise Jehovah, the honor of His name. He alone is, I am that I am. And it says in that second verse, make His praise glorious. Make His praise glorious. Now, how can we make His praise glorious in a New Testament church that doesn't do it with electric guitars and drums. Since none of our brethren that ever laid down their lives for the love of the Lord Jesus Christ ever used such pagan instruments to make His praise glorious in the New Testament. How can we do it? We can make it loud. We can make it joyful. We can make it sincere from our hearts. We can sing the old songs, the old hymns that have worthwhile words. We can make His praise glorious. Now we just sang some of His glory in that last song. Say unto God in verse 3, How terrible art thou in thy works. Verse 5 says that we ought to say, Come and see the works of God. And it's just not the kind works of God, but the terrible works of God that bring glory to His name because He gets Himself honor by the way He treats men in this world. What event is described here? In verse 6, the exodus of the Israelites out of Egypt through the Red Sea. Now what is mentioned here in this verse is His people making it through the Red Sea. So that He could say, there did we rejoice in Him. On the other side of the Red Sea, they rejoiced. But what was the other aspect that caused them such joy when they were on the other side of the Red Sea and Miriam, Moses' sister, took up a timbrel and started to dance, and they sang a song, and what was it about? There were floating objects in the Red Sea. The Egyptians were washing up on shore, and they sang the praises of God, who had delivered them from their enemies, who had enslaved them and persecuted them in the land of Egypt. Brethren, we want to make His praise glorious. Look at what it says in verse 8. Oh, bless our God, ye people. And make the voice of His praise to be heard. You can't do that when you're mumbling. You can't do that thinking. I don't even care if you thought good thoughts about the songs we just sang, unless you've got a bad cold. You want to make it heard. Let's get it out and praise His great and glorious name. This is the word of the Lord that tells us how to worship Him. Why should we do that? Because verse 9 tells us, He holds our feet in life. He keeps us safe and He keeps us alive. You are alive today because God holds your soul in life and He doesn't allow your feet to be moved. Thank you, Lord. Beginning at verse 10. Down through verse 12. The psalmist describes having been chastened by the Lord and afflicted by His judgments as He allowed men to ride over Him. You know, the Egyptians took advantage of the Israelites for a couple of hundred years. But God delivered them, and they rejoiced on the shores of the Red Sea. And when you read the book of Judges, you read over and over how the Lord gave His people over to an enemy, and then He would deliver them again. And when we're delivered again, we're supposed to do something. Because while we're in trouble, we usually open our mouths and promise God things. If He will deliver us, we promise Him that we will worship Him and serve Him. And so we come to verse 13, it says, I will go into thy house with burnt offerings, I will pay thee my vows, which my lips uttered, verse 14, 
when I was in trouble. Have you ever been in trouble? And have you ever begged God to deliver you? Today's the day you can pay Him back. And yes, I'll say the same thing next Sunday. The rest of our lives can be spent paying Him back by offering up our praise. Come and hear, all ye that fear God. In verse 16, I will declare what He hath done for my soul. It is not enough to be thankful. You need to give thanks. I already have three that want to get in this pulpit in the second service and give thanks and declare what great things God has done for their souls. I hope that you want to do that. Can you think of a man in the New Testament that Jesus said, Go home and tell thy friends what great things God hath done for thee. The Gadarene. He wanted to be with Jesus. But Jesus said, Go home and tell what great things God has done for you. This psalmist said, I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. Did you do a well enough job in the song so far that he was extolled with your tongue? If not, you're going to get another opportunity. Let's extol him with our tongue. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. He has heard my prayers as he heard yours. Has he taken his mercy away from you? Or does he continue to show it every day? Then let's sing his praise. Verse 18 is probably the only verse you may know by heart out of this psalm. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But David isn't speaking of God not hearing his prayer. Because he says in verse 19, But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. But we do have a lesson there, don't we? David could say that, verses 18 and 19, because he did not have unconfessed sin as he came to the Lord in prayer. Let us be the same and not have any unconfessed prayer. That is another way we make his praise glorious, by coming with pure hands and a pure heart. He has not turned away his mercy from us, and let's sing his praise. May the Lord bless the reading of his word.